Welcome to Confessions of an Obese Child. This is a podcast that deals with early childhood trauma, disordered eating, binge eating, and more. We discuss self-loathing, triggering to binge eating, and then many post-weight loss topics like survivor's guilt, the body positive movement, and more. And we interview formerly overweight children as well. So please join us for another episode of Confessions of an Obese Child. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome to a concurrent episode of The Awakened Man and Confessions of an Obese Child. It's been a couple of months since I've done a Confessions. Typically, it was my actual, if you didn't know this, it was my first feed of the three where I talked about, uh, I used to have a blog called Confessions of an Obese Child where I talked about what it was like growing up as an overweight child and adolescent, why I became overweight, and some of the funny and not so funny anecdotes. And so those are the early episodes, and I did quite a bit of those. And then the last two years, I just do these monthly kind of updates on stuff. So I thought it'd be good to do an updates, but also put it on Awakened Man because it does have to do with health. So um, you guys can probably glean from past episodes over at the Awakened Man that I'm not a big fan of allopathic medicine, regular American Medical Association medicine. So over at Confessions here, I do my personal stuff. So personally, I went to the doctor for the first time in six years. I'm 47. I know, I should be going more often, right? So I thought, okay, I'm 47. I need to get my blood work checked just to see if I have a tumor. It's not the tumor of my kidneys are shutting down or my testosterone is dropping or my you know A1C blood sugar is too high, whatever. Made sense. I've never been the type to go to the doctor every year, checkups, blah, blah, blah. Never had a family doctor. I don't have a family doctor until now. Six years ago, I did go. I wanted to get blood work done because I was having really bad insomnia. Some of you guys know that. So I wanted to see if it was messing with my hormones, or I thought at the time maybe I was hyperthyrotic, so I wanted to get my T3, T4s checked out, and everything came out okay. But at that time, I, I think maybe I got a physical. I probably did. So I was like, okay. So I called different doctors. No one's taking new patients. So I go back to this place I went to six years ago when I thought I was hyperthyrotic. So it took me two months to get in a first appointment. I go in there. They're making you wear masks. I wear, I live in Texas. You don't have to wear masks anywhere. Okay, so I'm going to wear a mask. There's a big sign. It says, we do not prescribe the following drugs to anyone. And it was, it was Xanax. So that's a benzo. Ambien, which is an uh, insomnia drug. And, of course, the Vicodin products. And uh, I guess I have to put that out there because there's so many people that are dependent or drug seeking or, ha- you know, they have a habit or, or whatnot. So it's like kudos to them because we don't want more people hooked on it. So I eventually get in. They check my vitals. I got a little white coat syndrome. So my BP was higher than what I want. I think the systolic was like 133 over 80. My pulse was 66, which is high for me. Up until about a year ago, like before COVID, my pulse was a steady D2. Now it was 60, 66 is still good. So then I tell them, it's like, so there was a PA. Because see, this is the new 
uh, kind of business model for family doctors. Uh, in the old days, you know, they would it would be a, a practice or maybe just one family doctor or a practice of family doctors. Now, PAs, physician assistants, make it so much cheaper because it's uh, they pay them less and they just have to nominally work under the licensure of a doctor. So a lot of these offices now, if you, if you guys are well aware, have like one doctor and four PAs. So it's a PA, it's a female, and she's got some PA trainee. And they walk in, I'm like, so what's going on? What's wrong with you? And I filled out the medical history, and it was all nuns. Do you have this, this? And you guys could know. It was just, I put none on the top, and then a line all the way down everything. Because the only thing I've ever had is psoriasis, which is an autoimmune skin problem. I've had that since I was in uh, high school. Surgeries, none. Medications you're on, none. Drug allergies, NKDA, none. So they walk in and like, I'm this abnormality. Granted, I'm not, you know, 67, but a 47-year-old who has no surgeries, never been on medications, and has no medical history aside from psoriasis? And they're just kind of surprised, like, uh, why are you here? Like, well, you know, I don't have a family doctor. I haven't been to a doctor six years, and I'm getting older. I just want to get my blood work checked. I mean, I, I didn't even want a clinical examination because I'm asymptomatic. It's not like I have, like, abdominal pain. I was like, I just want my back checked to see if I have any moles that are carcinogenic, possibly. And uh, just get my blood work. So they charged me 60 bucks. So they didn't even do a clinical thing. They're like, okay, well, let's do your blood work. And I was like, I want my vitamin D levels checked because I, I do supplement with vitamin D, and I want to make sure that it's the right. Because I think six years ago it was a little too high. They're like, oh, that costs extra. It's not covered by insurance. I'm like, woman, 90% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. It should be part of the package. So I had to pay extra for that. Then I was like, what about testosterone? Oh, that's extra. I'm like, what? What? I'm a middle-aged man. That should be part of the blood panel. So like, have you noticed any loss of testosterone? I was like, no, no, I feel fine. I still get erections. And I, you know, I still have, I'm still not, I'm not sluggish. But then I was like, you know what? Actually. When I'm lifting weights, I don't lift as much as I used to. Like compared to a year ago, I lift 15 pounds less on my bench for no reason. I, go, I lift every other day. And so they were able to like finagle that into the, the blood works. I didn't have to pay extra for it. So then I, I, I uh, they didn't check my back. They didn't check my abdomen. They, they osculated. They checked my breathing for like two seconds. And then I asked them, because this tells you how long it's been since I've been to the doctor. And really, I mean, I have not had the the cough, turn your head, scrotum, hernia check since 25 years. So I ask him, I go, so um, are we doing the uh, hernia check? And they just gave me this look. And then, and then I asked, and, and these were like legitimate questions. I'm like, are we doing prostate enlargement checks? Do you guys do that? You know, finger up the butt. And they just gave me this look like, where the F have you been? Because <laughs> they don't do them anymore. I mean, you mean PSA? I'm like, I understand it. it'll show up in the blood work, but you guys don't check, you know, I guess movies are wrong. I, I don't know. I go, what about colonoscopies? And I already know I'm not going to get one because they are invasive and there are side effects and you should really only get them if you have a family history of colon cancer or if you eat a lot of processed meats, red meats, you smoke, you drink. I don't do any of these things. I eat very little processed meats. Like, oh, we'll refer you to one. Yeah, you should get one. It's recommended at the age of 45. You get one every year. And I'm like, eh, no. Okay, just just like that past episode I have at the Awake Command about annual mammograms being a humongous mistake for women. Like, no, I'm not going to get a colonoscopy because I don't I don't fit the background of needing it. 
And of course, you know, they just want to refer you out nickel and dime you. So um, I got my blood checked, taken. Takes It's hard to get my blood because I used to be formerly overweight, so I still have fat in my arms. So it's, I'm, a, I'm a tough stick, but the phlebotomist got me. I got like five vials out of me. And I'm going to go back in a week and see what the results are. So I'll, I'll ancillarily mention in one of the future podcasts, God willing, that I'm still alive in a week. So we'll see what happens. But but the funny thing is this. I, so this is why I don't like allopathic medicine. Because the average visit's nine minutes. And I used to work at an urgent care clinic. Let me tell you, the people don't care. They don't care about you. Who's in room two? And they look at the chart. And then they open their, oh, hey, Mr. And then they just feign interest. They really don't care. You know, anytime that, oh, so my blood pressure was a lot. They're like, you know, you should buy a, a blood pressure, a sphigma manometer and, and monitor that. Now we can put you on, on a, a drug. And I'm like, and I told her, I was straight out. I go, I'm naturopathic in nature. I'm not going to be taking medications for mild problems or for prevention of stuff. I will alter my diet and exercise if I have high glucose levels, hyper, you know, hyperlipidemia, cholesterol, hypertension. I'm not going to put be in drugs because this is allopathic medicine. Go to the episode, how big pharma is taking over med schools. This is how they, quote, treat, close quote, any minor, major malady you have. Drugs, 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 drugs. So my BP is like 136. My systolic is 136. My is fine. Oh, yeah, maybe put you on drugs. You've been on 50 years. Screw you. All drugs have side effects. It's lazy medicine. And we all know that. It's all pop pill mentality. They don't even do a clinical examination of me. Palpate my abdomen. Check my back for moles. Nothing. We'll see if they do it in a week after the blood work. But to me, and I asked them this, and I tried, and I tried to ask it in charity. I'm like, how do you know which blood work to order if you don't give me a clinical examination? Don't ask questions. Shut up. So what am I telling you? I'm telling you that, of course, you should go to the doctor, not because of their divine wisdom, but because blood work, you know, blood work is important. You need to see how your, your organs, your organs, your organs, how your organs are doing, how, especially for your men, your testosterone levels. And it's important to get the blood work. But a lot of dudes just go get their blood drawn at one of these quick lab result places and just get their own lab results. So in a week, when I go back, and they have my blood work. I'm going to ask for a copy of my lab results because I want a copy. And they might not give it to me. I'm screw you. It's my blood. It's my lab results. I have a right to have my own copy because I don't really honestly care about their interpretation. Now, you can call this hubris. You can call it whatever you want. I don't care about their interpretation. What I want are the numbers in the lab result. And then I'll go from there. Because you know how allopathic medicine is. You got this. Oh, drugs will treat it. You got cancer. Oh, here are the three things you can treat it. Mutilate you by cutting it out. Poison you with chemo, which only works 10% of the time on only four cancers. Or let's just radiate you. Hey, what about, I don't know, Gerson therapy? What about high high dose intravenous vitamin C? You know, what, what about all these things, juicing? You know, all these things, these naturopathic possible bridges. No, no, of course not. American Medical Establishment. Destroyed Linus Pauling. Go to the episode we did on vitamin C. It's like 200 episodes back over at Awaken Man. They don't want you to be healthy. Big Pharma gets you sick by giving you insufficient vitamins. You end up getting deficiency, vitamin deficiencies or sicknesses after 30 years of crap diet, fast food, food, porn, alcohol, and all this. 
and then then you get sick and then you go to the doctor and then of course they can't benefit from you right they have a big big medical big pharma i've been off the radar that's not good they don't want people like me i mean they don't want people like me who never go to the doctor who never take their medications and who they can't bill for nonsense they don't want you healthy they want us in a chronic state of illness because that's how they profit off of you. So they want you in a chronic state of, of, of disrepair. We can fix you. Yeah, sure. Pharmaceutical drugs, they just you just get hooked on them. On the psychiatric ones, you get hooked on them. The other ones, you're taking them for life. Because let's, let's be fair, most Americans are too lazy. You tell a diabetic or pre-diabetic, look, you can take metformin and still eat your crap and drink your beer, or you can radically change your diet and you probably won't be diabetic in six months. Go to that episode. Most Americans don't have that. They don't have that resolve. Then they get mad. Why am I blind getting my leg cut off? My kidneys are shut down. And I've mentioned it before. Whenever I get cancer for my years, if not decades of abusing my body with binge eating as a kid and in my early adulthood, I only have myself to blame. I'm not going to blame anybody. This is a running theme over in confessions. How, how would it help me to blame my dead dad and my 81-year-old mom? I went through that phase. Nobody is shoving food into my mouth. I make the choice. Yes, childhood trauma does affect that for sure for alcohol or whatever addiction you have. Luckily, I don't have any addictions. But ultimately... I'm the only one supposed to care about my health. Nobody else cares about my health. I have to take care of my own health. And if I do get a medical malady, it's my fault. I'm not going to blame somebody. There isn't a disease fairy that comes and sprinkles disease on you at 65. We're all responsible. I did that episode, I don't know, like three years ago on the top 10 diseases that cause death in America. Eight of them are lifestyle choices. Eight of them. Heart attack, strokes, those are lifestyle choices. Cancer, believe it or not, most often is lifestyle choices. Smoking, drinking, high sugar diet. We got to blame ourselves. What's the point of blaming others? That's a victim loser mentality. You're not a loser. Don't be a loser. So whenever you get sick, blame yourself. When I get sick, if these lab results come in, I got ovarian cancer or something like that. I got to blame myself. Blame yourself. In the meanwhile, fix up your life, exercise daily, take care of yourself. Go to the episode on how to treat low testosterone. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an awesome review. It'll only take you five seconds, especially if you have an Apple product. It means a lot to moi. Helps the algorithm send it to like-minded people. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to make a donation, help defray the cost of hosting this on the server because I make no dinero out of this. I just do it for fun. For shits and giggles, as Austin Powers would say. Also, there's a link for Naturopathic Earth where you can check out all my podcast episodes, all 700 of them, and there's tons of articles and recipes and whatnot. Lastly, please subscribe and post an honest review for Female Holistic Health Apothecary, Confessions of an Obi Child, and The Awakened Man. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Confessions of an Obi's Child. If you'd like to reach us, find us at our Facebook page, Naturopathic Earth radio and holistic health news. Until next time, take care.